Welcome to the Make Money Behave podcast, where we talk about your money, your circumstances, and the small changes in your behavior that will have a big impact on both. My name is Maria Casillas, and I am honored to be your host. Imagine how much money you would have if you hadn't spent so much on stupid mistakes. (laughs) Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Make Money Behave podcast. My name is Maria Casillas, and I am chuckling over here because in the beginning, it almost sounds like I'm coming at you with the wag my finger in your face, shame on you type of approach when it comes to some of the mistakes you've made. But I am not doing that. Instead, my friends, I am coming at you with a sense of hope and understanding and empathy. I want you to know I have spent thousands, tens of thousands of dollars on mistakes. Now, at the beginning, I said stupid mistakes. Today, just now, I didn't say stupid mistakes because I I said stupid in the beginning because so many times that's what we tell ourselves. We We are inundated with messages that, you know, oh, well, that was a stupid mistake. Oh, we paid the stupid tax. And for a long time, I would hear that and it's like, oh, yeah, that, oh, you know, and then I'd be really upset with myself. But after a little bit, I realized that's not the type of talk that I want to speak to myself. I don't think that we're stupid when we make mistakes. If you're not out making a mistake, then you're not out trying, right? So, so go out and make the mistakes. Help make some really expensive mistakes. That's the only way we're going to learn. But here's the deal. It's not a stupid tax. It's a learning tax. And if you want to call it a learning tax, let's just call it tuition, right? We are paying the price of an education. And sometimes the education comes in the form of sitting in a classroom and having somebody teach us something. Or more often than not, once you're past the whole schooling phase, our education comes from the good old hard knocks of life. And we have to pay for that. And sometimes we pay really, really well. Um, We make really good decisions, pay tuition for amazing courses. And then sometimes we pay for courses that really just, you know, it's like, oh, well, that that course was a bummer. That That didn't pan out the way I thought it was going to. But you don't get your money back, right? Like that's just, it's not how it works. So the question I have for you, my friends, is what do you do with that? If you, if you aren't going to get your money back, but you still need a return on investment, how can you ensure that you get a return on that investment? Well, one thing that I teach my kids, I teach my clients, that I've been teaching people from way back, even when I was doing substance abuse counseling, is that it's only a dumb mistake if you don't learn from it. So let's say you spent thousands of dollars on something and it could be that you went out and bought a brand new car not understanding how the depreciation works and let's say that you couldn't afford a new car and you ended up losing thousands and thousands of dollars in depreciation over that first year and then you had to turn the new car back in remember how i told you that most of the stuff that i learned <laughs> i learned uh, on my own yeah 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 that's one of them um so we did do that we bought a brand new car not understanding how it all works and you know it's not that new buying a new car is a bad thing it's just that it was not a smart thing in the situation that we were in we were not in a financial position to 
be able to afford the depreciation loss of thousands of dollars. And when push came to shove, we were not even in a position to be able to afford the gas for the back and forth for the type of vehicle that that was. So we found ourselves back at a dealership trading in a brand new vehicle that was not brand new anymore, um, but it was probably about a year old. It wasn't very old at all. Trading in that vehicle being obviously upside down on that and then taking home something else in, um, in exchange for that. So that was thousands of dollars that we, if we had not made that mistake, we would still have those thousands of dollars somewhere, or at least we could have spent it on another mistake. I don't know. But here's the thing. I learned from that. We learned from that. And so, yeah, it was an expensive lesson, but it's a lesson that we won't need again. We're not going to do that again. If we want to buy a brand new car, it's going to be when we can afford a brand new car, when we can afford to lose the depreciation dollars from that car. And it has to be something that we really, really want uh, because in the reality, I'm not very materialistic. And so what I'm driving, it doesn't matter to me if it's one year old, three years old, or, you know, 10 years old. Um, it, it As long as it gets me from point A to point B and I don't have to worry about, you know, fixing it every 15 miles, then I'm okay. But I know that that's not the case for everybody. There are some people who really just, they really want a nice car to drive. And so I'm not in a position to judge the decisions that you're making. I'm just letting you know that that one was a dumb one for us. But it was only dumb if we didn't learn from it. And we learned from it. And so here we are. So that's really what I want to drive home today is that if you take a look at your entire history of transactions, you might you might get a little sick to your stomach when when you're like, oh, well, we, we did we did this over here, and yeah, that cost that cost us this much, and and we did this thing over here, and a lot of times the ones that make me a little sick are the ones that are just like huge huge chunks, but not always because. I'll tell you what, when I work with clients, and even this this happened to me too, which is why I'm able to walk clients through this exercise, but um, the idea of just looking at, you know, the whole idea of um, death by a thousand cuts, it's that you have these tiny little incremental things that are going on. And if it's a positive thing, that's awesome. If it's a negative thing, you're not feeling enough pain to make any change, but that doesn't mean that the change isn't happening in a negative um, fashion for you. So it might be for us, for example, eating out is something that is, I swear it's my Achilles heel. I always, even, even though I work on it and work on it, I do get better and then I fall back and then I get better. And um, I actually think ultimately I am way better now than I was, you know, five, 10 years ago. Um, but obviously it's something that's in my head because I bring it up a lot. So that, let's just call that my Achilles heel. And we'll say that if I'm looking at, you know, 50 bucks here and 60 bucks there and 20 bucks here and 30 bucks there. And remember I have a family of six now, so we can't eat out for less than $20. And that's usually if we are, you know, definitely sharing meals and such. And even when we share some meals, it depends on what restaurant we go to, but it wouldn't be, it really wouldn't be anything to spend 60 bucks if we decided that we all wanted something, uh, even if we share and do water and, you know, all of that fun stuff that I teach you. But um, the the reality is that adds up pretty quickly. It doesn't hurt so much in the moment. But when you take a look back, when I take a look back, I'm like, oh, wow, you know, we spent hundreds of dollars on 
eating out and it's not even it's just certainly not healthy food and sometimes it's not even food that I'm enjoying <laughs> there are times when it's it's all convenience by the way that's why I do it because of the convenience of it so when I am when I'm tweaking things I don't tweak things based on health or on um, cost I actually tweak things based on convenience so if I'm wanting to not eat out as much I have to make sure that I am prepared that you know that I have a meal plan and that kind of thing because then it takes away that need for convenience but I digress Um, when I sit down and do some of the visualization for that by the way I don't sit and add it all up to see hundreds or whatever if I'm going through something I can just identify quickly oh restaurant 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 and it just is enough to make me go waste 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 like there are hundreds of dollars going out and it's like whoa if I had taken that money and done something else with it something that I wanted to do with it then I'm not as likely to pay for that convenience the next week or the next month On the flip side of things, I have invested thousands of tens of thousands of dollars into myself, into coaching programs, into self-development, into um, just all, all of that stuff that goes in into that arena. And I don't regret any of that. See, in my mind, none of that was wasteful. So I bring all of that up because I want you to understand that it's not necessarily the where the comma is or how many uh, zeros there are. It is what was the value of that particular investment? So in my examples, I told you about eating out too much. Yes, that was paid for convenience, but it was that convenience worth hundreds of dollars over the course of a couple months or or not. And if the answer to that is no, then that's just hundreds of dollars, but I feel like that's wasted. Whereas the thousands of dollars that I did in self-development and coaching and all of those things, as long as the value that was returned to me was worth it, then I don't see that as a mistake or even an expensive lesson. I see that as an investment in myself. So I just want you to realize that if you are an individual listening to this podcast, then your definition of waste or tuition or value is going to be different than the next person who's listening to this podcast. Because each individual has their own set of values, their own definition of what waste is, of what value is, of what um, tuition, like what, what would they, what would be a good class for them? What would be a bad class for them? Everyone has their own definition. And that's why it's so important that you don't just do what everyone else is doing. Don't say, oh, I'm not willing to do dot, 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 because this guru said, you know, it's not a good idea. It might be a really good idea for you. This person doesn't know. (laughs) Just like, I don't know. That's why I'm not going to stand on this platform and tell you that I know what you should do with all of your money because I don't. So you might notice that I come at this, I take this approach where it's more like I help you identify the things that are important to you. I help you identify the things that are serving that level of importance or that um, that thing that is important to you. And I help you identify the things that aren't serving it. And then I help you come up with ways to get rid of those things that aren't serving it. I help you find ways to tweak your circumstances just a little bit to control the things you can and accept things that you can't, but I'll not allow them to, you know, have a negative impact on your life. So that is um, a little bit of a soapbox there. I apologize for that. But that's so it's something I'm so passionate about because every individual is just that an individual. So 
while the principles may be very much the same, the way that you apply those principles will be different to you. That is the message I have for you today. If you are interested in learning how I would behave or what I would do in your your particular situation, let me know a little bit more about what your situation is and then I can give you a little bit more insight. We can do that together on a free 30-minute conversation and you know, I'd love to learn a little bit more about who you are and what it is that you need. That way I can know if I can help you get the things that you need and get your money in order. Feel free to give me a quick email, maria at cashinonchange.com, and we will set that up. Oh, and just one more thing before I go. If you have not yet subscribed to the show or left a rating, could you please do that? It would really, really help, and I would very much appreciate that. You guys, as always, thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.